theextraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. Praise you, Jesus. If you have your Bible, why don't you open it with me and stand for the reading of the Word. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 27. This is a very popular verse, and perhaps you've read it multiple times. But I believe that God has spoken to me, and I believe that He's about to speak into your soul and into your life. And the Word of the Lord reads as this. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? And my claim, and my just claim is passed over by my God. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, He never gets weary and He never faints. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, He increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and not be weary and the young men shall utterly fail. But those who wait upon the Lord, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up the winds like eagle, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah, Jesus. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, I want to preach to you from uncertainty to worship. From uncertainty to worship. Why don't you put your Bible down, lift your hands up and pray with me. God, I want you to speak to us, God. I want you to anoint my lips, anoint my mind, anoint my heart, Lord God, so that your word can flow through, Lord God, so that your power and anointing can flow through, God. I pray against every bias and against every thought and preconceived idea that anybody might come into your house today, God. And I pray that your word will be effective, Lord God, that somebody will have an encounter with Jesus Christ, that somebody will be filled with your Holy Spirit, that somebody will feel the need to get closer to you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God has been speaking to me so much about these verses. And it is no doubt that you and I have been spearing times of uncertainty and times of difficulty, and times of doubts, and, t- and things that bother us, and things and dilemmas that just get into our head. Maybe not today, but for sure, you've gone through something like that. And if you haven't, I promise you, hold on tight, because He's coming to you. Life is unstable and unpredictable. Life, it's full of difficulties, and full of unfairness, and full of things that you cannot control, and you cannot handle. And that is life. And it always gets tougher and tougher. But this verse that we read today, I want to read it to you on the message version because it speaks so clearly and so clear cut that it might help you in your understanding. It reads like this, Why will you ever complain, O Jacob? And why will you whine, Israel, saying, God has lost track of me. He doesn't care what happens to me. Don't you know anything? Haven't you heard? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. God lasts forever. He's creator of all you can see or imagine. 
He doesn't get tired out. God doesn't get tired out and he doesn't pause to catch his breath. And he knows everything inside and out. He energizes those who get tired. He gives fresh strength to those that have dropped out. For even young people tire and drop out. Young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. But those who wait upon God get fresh strength. And they spread their wings and soar like eagles. Praise God. They don't run and get tired. They walk and they don't lag behind. What a powerful word. What a powerful word from God. I hope this encourages you, but I'm going to break this down even a little further. Because uncertainty is so real in our lives, in the midst of something unpredictable that nobody has ever faced in their lives. We're full of uncertainties and full of things that maybe you might be even thinking, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my bills? I lost my job. My family relatives are sick. And you're just giving a thought after thought after thought. And uncertainty is just filling your heart and your thinking more than ever before. Not knowing how to perhaps even deal with it. Not even knowing what next step you should take. Not even understanding or even have a clue of what's coming your way. And uncertainty just creeps into your life and takes everything out of you. It soaks, it just takes away the joy of the Lord. It takes away the power of the Holy Spirit out of you. It takes away the authority of God in the inside of you. And all of a sudden you just fall into a cycle that rather than praying in the Spirit, you're praying after uncertainty. You let your uncertainty dictate your relationship with God. You let everything that's going on in your life take away your relationship with God. Joshua chapter 3 verse 4 says, You, yet there shall be a space between you and it, speaking about the Ark of the Covenant, and 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near the Ark of the Covenant, that you may know the way by which you must go. For you have not passed this way before. Can I tell you something? We're finding ourselves in the same boat as Joshua. We are going through something that we have never been before. We're going through situations that we've never been before. Never in our history we've ever been in this place. Never in our daily life we've ever been in this place. Never in our daily life we've ever experienced so much fear and anxiety and depression. But can I tell you, when Joshua was going through uncertainty and the unknown, God spoke to him and said, don't you get near the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God on earth. Just follow it because you have never been this way before. Rather than filling yourself to doubt and uncertainty, why don't you just follow the presence of God? Why don't you just say, God, I'm going to wait right here until your presence can lead me, until your glory can lead me, until you speak to me clearly, what's the next step? Where should I go? What should I do? And then you obey and you walk. But don't let uncertainty lead your steps. But rather allow his presence to lead you. His presence wants to lead you. 
His glory wants to go before you. Everything of God wants to shape the way for you. If you feel like you're plowing, and if you feel like you're bracing against the wind, you're probably doing it on your own strength. But when you allow God to lead your steps, it's as easy as you obey him and you do it. You listen to his word and you follow it. But to do that, first we must wait. And I want to really touch on this. Because our generation and our situation on earth has told us that waiting, it's losing. That when you wait upon the Lord, you're wasting your time. You see, society has told us the time, it's our biggest commodity. And though I agree, sometimes the best way to spend your time, it's waiting on the Lord. Because when you wait on Jesus, and when you wait in his presence, all of a sudden you can find direction into what to do and where to go and what to do in what time to do it. But when you're running around like a chicken without a head, you will find yourself trying this and trying that and trying to accomplish things in your own strength and try to go places with your own strength and trying to open doors with your diploma and with your charisma and with your beautiful smile. But there's nothing compared to the presence of God. And when you allow God to shape the, 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 the way for you, when you allow the Holy Spirit to forerun before you, you will find your way to everything that God has planned for your life. But waiting, it's painful. Waiting hurts. And waiting soaks everything out of you. But you've never been this way before. You've never been in the situation that you're facing before. Maybe you've never experienced the economic instability that you're facing today. Maybe you're a young mother and your kids are not in church anymore. And you're asking yourself, how can I help my children? And you've never been this way before. Before you speak the next words and before you make the next decision, I encourage you to wait upon the presence of God. I encourage you to put time aside and wait on the presence of God. I encourage you that you do not speak and your feelings, but you let God direct your every step. Allow God to lead you. Allow God to guide you because you've never passed this way before. And if you wait in him, your strength shall be renewed. I want to read to you Psalms chapter 46, 46, verse 10. It says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. And Psalms chapter 130, verse 5 and 6 says, I wait in the Lord. My soul waits and his word I do hope. And Psalms chapter 37, verse 34 says, Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt you and inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. Wait upon the Lord. Wait in his presence. Wait till he speaks. Wait till he heals you. Wait until he makes a breakthrough. Wait until he makes a way where there is no way. 
Wait until he brings your son and your daughter back at his feet. Wait in his presence, but do not make any more decisions upon your flesh. But wait in his presence and allow his presence to lead you where you've never been before. Wait upon his presence. I know it's not easy and you might get desperate. I know it's not easy and you might want to bring things to your own matters. And I know you want to use your own strength. And I know you think you're smart. And I know you think that you're skilled and that you can do everything and you don't need God. But I'm telling you today, if you don't allow God to shape your every being, you're going to find yourself lacking at some point. Waiting, it's not easy when you are in a waiting hospital room and your relative is in for surgery and the doctor tells you that he only has 10%, 20% chances of making it through. And a lot of thoughts go through your head and waiting becomes so difficult. When somebody tells you, I'll get back to you, wait for my call. And this call is so important and you're checking your phone every single minute and you're thinking, when is this person going to call me? And waiting gets difficult. But waiting, it's in the will of God. Because in the waiting, God can shape you. And God can transform you. And God can shape you into the man and the woman of God that you so desire to be. In that waiting room, it's where God puts you at the potter's wheel and he shapes and he carves out and he changes things and he molds you into the beautiful person that you are and ought to be. If you allow this waiting time can forever shape your destiny. If you allow this waiting can shape your ministry into something that's powerful and life-changing. But if you take things into your own hands, there is not telling how far away from God and His will you can go. Waiting transforms your life. Our opening verse says like this, Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It does not say those who wait upon the Lord will get whatever they want. It doesn't say if you wait upon the Lord, He's going to give you every single thing you've asked. Just because you pray five minutes for it, it doesn't mean God's going to give it to you. Just because you feel that that's the right thing for your life, it doesn't mean He's going to give it to you. But you got to find His will and you got to wait in his presence and when your and when his presence and your desire and your want matches and heaven touches earth and you wait upon his presence there is absolutely no telling what God will do but you have to get after his will you have to be about his business you have to be about His presence. You have to be about Him getting the glory. You have to be about Him getting the praise. Not about you 
getting every desire that you want in your life. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And I'm preaching to you from uncertainty to worship. From uncertainty to worship. Because in the uncertainty, all we can do is wait. In the uncertainty, you cannot take a step. Because you don't know what you're doing. And you don't know where you're going. And fear dictates everything you do in their sense, in the uncertainty. That's why we see so much panicking and so much uh, uh, fear and insecurity and anxiety all across the globe because of the uncertainty of the situation that our world is facing. And I don't blame you for it. I feel you and I felt that uncertainty and I felt that fear but in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind every fear, every uncertainty, every doubt. Because God still in control. The Bible says that heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. God's power, it's under his feet. And there is no one thing that escapes who he is. But you might ask yourself, how can I get from uncertainty to worship? Well, let me tell you something. Worship, it's not only music. Worship, it's not only coming to church and praising with the word praise and worship team. Worship, it's not only listening to your favorite Christian jams at home. But worship, it's praising Him with everything that you got. And worship comes from the inside of your life. If you can come to a conclusion that worship is everything that you do while you are waiting in the uncertainty, you can rest assured that worship will carry you through the times of trouble. In every season of uncertainty, there is waiting. And in the waiting, the only thing that you should do is worship. Worship in spirit and truth. Worship with everything that you got. Worship with absolutely everything that you are. Worship from the very bottom of your being. Let rivers of living water burst out of your belly. And let that worship flow into you. Even right now, if you will allow God to get in the inside of you and allow praise and allow worship to take every single part of you, you will experience the peace of the Almighty God. Worship can be through conversations. Worship can be even while you're driving. Worship can be while you're washing the dishes. Worship can be while you're having a conversation with your friend. Worship can be done in multiple ways. But there is a particular way that I want to highlight here. And it is and, and it's when, when Jesus entered the city and, and, and people are worshiping with palms and they're saying, Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. We do not realize the impact of the word Hosanna. But Hosanna has multiple meanings. But one of them is God save us now. Save us now. But you know what else it means? God saved us before. 
Because when the people of Israel were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, they were saying, God saved us from the hands of the Egyptians. God saved us from the hands of the Philistines. God saved us from the hands of the Roman Empire. God saved us from everything that we went through. But they also acknowledged that there will be no power on earth that could take them. And they were saying, Hosanna, because you will save us from the hands of the Greeks and you will save us from the hands of the Romans and you will save us from the hands of this world. Hosanna! Hosanna is powerful. If you can just find a second in your room right now and you will lift your hands up and you will say, God, Hosanna! Hosanna in the highest! Hosanna! In the valleys, Hosanna, take over. Save us now. God will take care of every single thing in your life. Because God is your Savior. And He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Worship is powerful. It is absolutely powerful. Worship can be the difference in your situation today. Worship can change your life upside down. Worship requires surrendering. Worship requires humility. Worship requires submission to the will of God. Worship requires a sincerity with your relationship with God. Worship can be the transforming power in your situation today. Worship! can change your life. And worship can take away all uncertainty and all doubt if you sincerely seek the will of God. If you sincerely say today, God, I want to surrender my life to you and I just want to worship you. I believe that God will take care of every single need instantly in your life. I'm crazy enough to believe that if you worship with spirit and truth, God will heal you at this very moment. I believe with my entire being that if you worship God with everything that you have, God will take care of every single debt that's bothering you. I believe with everything in my heart that if you just worship God, your son and daughter will come back to God and your father and mother will be saved and they will be baptized in the name of Jesus and refilled with the Holy Ghost. If you just worship. Stop worrying so much. And I know that this is difficult. And as the speaker here, when I say it, I think to myself, it's so easy to say it, so hard to do it. You cannot turn off worry, but you can always turn on worship that will overshadow every single worry in your life. Worship can be the changing power of God with you today. I want to go back to our beginning text in Isaiah chapter 40, but I want to go back to it on the message version because it, this is powerful. This is powerful. You can't just get this. Your life can be transformed. Because Isaiah, it's prophesying to the people of Israel. And he's saying, God 
has, God has lost, God has lost track of me. He doesn't care what happens to me. The people of Israel are saying this. The people of Israel are saying, God has forsaken me. God has forgotten me. But then Isaiah with boldness says, God doesn't come and go. He lasts forever. He's the creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired out. And he doesn't pause to catch his breath. God never gets tired. God never stops looking after you. God never stops caring about your life. God never stops taking care of every single need in your life. All you did was take things into your own hands. But if you just allow and offload everything of who you are into his presence here today, God will take care of everything. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Because you say, but I come and I worship and nothing happens. But can I tell you, worship might not change your situation. But worship can change you and how you see your situation. Worship might not change the things that are going on in your life. But worship can change absolutely everything in your surroundings. Worship can transform you. If we can have the musicians come back. Worship, it's powerful. And worship, it's the most crucial and transcendent thing you will ever experience in your life. Worship brings heaven to earth and allows you to see things different. <clears throat> I know that you might not understand this completely. And I know that maybe you're thinking this, man, Mateo's crazy. He's off. He, he doesn't get to, to live in my, in my situation on a daily basis. God doesn't get, God doesn't care about what's going on in my life. He's allowed me to go through all sorts of things. He took away my job. He took away my health. He took away everything. But he didn't. God's got you. And if you can go from uncertainty to worship, you will experience the King of Kings take care of your entire life. What if for one second, for one second, we can see things with a spiritual angle and not an earthly one? What if for one second, we can see Jesus Christ take over your life and we can see it from God's perspective and not human perspective. What if for one second we can say, God, whether I am in the mountaintop or in the valley low, I will choose to worship you in spirit and truth. What if for one absolute second you can say, God, I might not have everything I have, but I'm going to choose to surrender my will to you and I will give everything that I am. Worship can become the foundation of your spiritual life and also your eternal life and also your life here on earth. You're wondering how can I worship God when I don't even have the time 
will take time. How can I worship God if I don't have the strength? God loves when people worship Him with no strength. Because there's nothing else that God would rather see than a broken heart that will just come and kneel before His presence and say, God, I don't have the strength. I don't have what it takes. I don't have what it, I don't have it. I don't have it all together. I don't even, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. I don't even know what's going on in my life. But God, I invite you to take over my life. God loves a desperate worshiper. God loves a person that has got to this lost straw and says, God, I don't know anything, but I need you. And if you allow God to sweep into your room right now and you say, God, I surrender absolutely everything. God will take over your life right now. So I'm going to invite you to stand up at this time. And I know that you might not be used to worshiping Jesus in your living room as hard as you worship Jesus in the church sanctuary. I know that this is new for you. This is new for all of us. But this is the new normal. Because God can be worshiped everywhere you go. You can build up a monument before His presence right in your living room. You can build up an altar of worship and praise right where you're at. And God can say He is pleased that cities and houses in Mississauga and Toronto and the GTA are lighting up and the Holy Ghost is being poured out upon all flesh. You can build up a monument of praise before His presence if you just get a little sincere with Him right now and you worship That say that what you're feeling in your house is the presence of God. I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, lift your head, and lift your hands. And I just want you to wait on His presence for a second. I just want you to wait on Him for just a second. Allow His presence. That which you're feeling in the inside of you of the Holy Spirit. You're feeling rivers of living water, the Bible says. And you're feeling the presence of God take over your life. Just let that presence flow into your room. Just let that presence flow into your family gathering. Just let that presence flow to the broadcast of this preaching. Just let that presence flow and overwhelm the room. And I want you to start saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Hosanna, God, save us now. God, save us now. God, save us now. Hallelujah. And if you allow those tears to stream down your face and you just worship God in spirit and truth and you say, God, this is so new to me. I believe that in just a second, God will fill you with His Holy Spirit. And you're going to feel a powerful presence of God. Fill that room. 
and you're going to feel the power of God fill every single one of you by the authority of your word and by the power of your presence God I command that every person will be filled with the Holy Spirit God I pray that the power of the Almighty God will reach down to every house in Mississauga into Toronto into Scarborough into Etobicoke God let the power of the Almighty God be burning in every home. Thanks for listening to our podcast Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.